we vote a welcome to Brika Sock, a Mandalorian podcast. My name is Court. My name is Rika. And I'm Brett. All right, and we are back-ish. <laughs> back-ish. Um, for at least we're going to talk about the first three episodes of Andor. We will do finish up Aftermath. I thought it would be more relevant to do Ambor. Ambor. <laughs> Andor, while it is still relevant and it's still coming out, that way, you know... People might still want to talk about it, see shit about it and such. Yeah. I mean, the people who are going to look up Aftermath, they probably really care about Aftermath. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) sorry. Yeah, but uh, who knows when that'll be because I am currently in paramedic school and also working full time. So I have like one day a week that I'm off. So we'll see how this all goes this next year. <laughs> anyway. I'm working 70 hour weeks to pay for a wedding, so. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't hit below 43. I, I've had overtime every week for the past four months, and it's yeah. not stopping anytime soon. We've all been um, hella busy. <laughs> yeah, so. All right, yeah, so we're just going to do the Andor. It was the premiere, actually, because they did the first three together uh, when it premiered episodes one through three, and I'm kind of calling this uh this arc space lame is? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe? Brett saw that online not, somewhere. I and I was like, like yeah, it's I just think it is kind of. Instead of Brett, it's a murder. <laughs> it is kind of, yes. Oh, dude, I didn't even think of it on that point. Yeah. yeah. Our baby fascist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, huh. this instead of Brett, it's a murder. Yeah, good, good, okay. And they're all a lot more fuckable. Um, <laughs> anyway, what I was going to say, though, what did you guys, like, were you excited i mean did you guys care about andor coming out or not really is he out shut up <laughs> <laughs> the show andor coming out or not I, really. I was interested in this story but like eh. yeah, there's really so can. many shows right now yeah well this was also one of the first ones they announced announced after mandalorian true like this got announced at the same time as like mandalorian season two yeah it just took him for so yeah. yeah but i feel like it was worth it having watched it now yeah. Yeah. Did you care at all? Um, I only watched this because you said we were going to do this episode. Okay. Will we continue to watch it after we do this? I mean, I mean, I know I know there are lesbians coming up, so probably. And also, <laughs> we'll probably do a follow-up episode on this. Um, but, no, I mean, I watched it with my fiancé, and we and when we sat down, she's like, uh, so is this the guy from Rogue One? And she was like, oh, my God. And he's like, so he dies. And I was like, yes, because he's in Rogue One, which means, because everyone dies, yes, he dies. So, but... Yeah, I will say this is the first time in a long time where I've been watching a Star Wars thing and I was like, oh, I'm confused and I don't know what's going on. Because I feel like this is, I guess we've just been in the, like, us as a podcast have yes. been in the, either the Clone Wars. Or either, the post-Empire. Or, yes. Yeah. So this kind of pre-shit, I have... This like, rebellion era. I mean, yes. Because I don't. I feel like even Rogue One, I was like, I have, like, I know... Because I've been told that this whole movie is based on, like, a, something that was in the first scroll. But, like, mm-hmm. I know absolutely nothing about this period of Star Wars history. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. And I think they also, which I like 100%. I really love that. They they went all in. They said, we're going to make this a whole flushed out world. This is going to be, like, it feels like an EU thing, almost. Mm-hmm. Which I think is what they need to do with these, like, spinoffs of it. Because this is basically a spinoff of a spinoff. Yes. Like, we're getting out there. Yeah. So you have to really ground it so it doesn't seem stupid. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, like, like BBY. 
being used. We used dates of BBY. See, I knew what that was. Yeah, see, like, <laughs> I, that was the first time that's ever been used. Yeah. Like, shown on screen, told to us explicitly, this is what year it is. Yeah. So, I liked that a lot. So, does that tell us how, So, I guess, so we know how, yeah, how so long I before... Six. I think it said it was, if I remember uh, correctly. I think it was five. Oh, yeah, five or six. So, that's before the Battle of Yab- of Yavin. So, <laughs> got that right. Yes. <laughs> so, that is like... Um, Wait, you mean it's not... Well, I don't care. baby? <laughs> yeah, it's not baby. <laughs> baby five babies, just um, so you know. Okay. This so is rated five babies. There's five babies out of ten? Okay. <laughs> so I guess how, because I have no idea what the Battle of Yevon is, because I said, like, how oh, that's it for the Battle of Yevon, and then my fiance was like, what's that? And I was like, I don't actually know. I just... The first Death Star exploding. Oh, okay. That's the Battle of Yevon. So I guess how long before Rogue One? About five about? years. About five years, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was excited for this because I love Rogue One, and also I saw the stuff early on of all the trailer and the fact that, like, it's such a huge production that I was like, okay, I think this could be good. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I'm just going to start talking about it now. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, episode one is titled um, Casa, and we pretty much start right away with, um, with us hanging out in this, like, rainy city in the corporate sectors, I think what it says, the company sector. I forgot to write down what planet it was. I think it's, like, Morlana or something. Um, yeah, because it's something like PR, Morlana is, like, what this, yeah. this little corporate yeah, thing it's... seems to be dealing with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we basically see Andor hanging out in this, like, rainy little city. Very cyberpunky feels. Um, also, very much, like... Uh, gave me the vibe of the the sex clubs from um, Detroit Becomes Human. <laughs> that was 100% what it was giving me. Kind of, or uh, cyberpunk. E- even in the cyberpunk. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, go, scared. go home. No, I meant like the vi- literally in oh, the video Oh, you meant like the, the, the brothels? Video- yeah, the brothels in the literal video yeah. game I was just playing, yeah. I know, but I said it gives very oh. cyberpunk vibes. Yeah, Literally right before <laughs> I said that. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Brett. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> So anyway, we're following Cassian through the city. He goes to one of the brothels and is basically like, the guy says like a thing like, oh, leave your weapons, your credits, none of that shit. You, you gotta yeah. leave it all. I'm but they're not allowed to bring in credits. How are they paying? I was about to say, I, I actually have an answer for that because I thought it was weird too. Because I was, I was very confused. And, yeah. And then I was watching the Meta Nerds thing, that like YouTube channel I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a Patreon of his. <laughs> but anyway... Yeah, he does one about the corporate sector and all of that. And so they actually use their completely own currency. So when they're saying this thing that no imperial credits. Credits as in the imperial credits. Which makes sense because it is a company town. Right, because it's all this company sector. They get paid in gum. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) That they can then trade for beer. Yes. So or sex apparently. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know the, the series of fortunate yeah. events did a pretty good groundwork for. Him. I always think a company town's a series of fortunate events. It's Literally, great, in my it's, mind. It's a great example, but then we realize like, oh no, it's just you know, soon it'll just be what Amazon does. Yeah, pretty much. So anyway, yeah, we'll get back to that. When we all live in our Amazon houses. <laughs> yeah, he uh, goes in and like talks to one of the workers, and there's like some, uh, some like dudes like I don't know, all pissed because the. You know, the sex worker's talking to him first. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, we were here first. She's like, well, sucks. You're going to have to fucking wait. And Surprise, these racist are cops. Yes. Uh, they also used cops. Like, I really loved that. They didn't cops. make some Star Wars 
word up. Oh yeah, they did just. They call just them said cops. they're cops. They yeah. She was like, teachers. "Oh, they're just company of centuries pretending to play cop. Like mm-hmm. I'm not fucking <laughs> with them." <laughs> so he's going asking for a woman from Canary, and like when she's like, "Well, I don't know about that," and then they, you know, she's not there. She's like, well, what are you to her? Like, why Why are you asking? Like, are you being some fucking creep? Like, are you yeah. some weird stalker? Like, and he's like, no, I'm looking for my sister. She's like, well, she's not here. <laughs> no one's here. He's like, all right, fuck that. Leaves. Um, so already I was like, okay, we're we're just like in a brothel? All right. Yeah. Because at first I was like, okay, well, they're probably going to make up some words. Like, you know, be like some shit like, like Garza's sanctuary, some shit. Yeah. But I don't know if it was in... No, it was in one of these episodes. I think in this first episode, when they talk about it, yeah, it's um the yeah, guy the, the um when the the little baby face fuck up cop uh-huh. who when he's talking to his, his um his boss who's from Game of Thrones, um he says like and he was in a brothel which we're not supposed to have yeah so, yeah and a so, nice one which they're not supposed to be able to afford yeah yeah so I was like oh we're just explicitly saying this is a brothel we're not making yeah. up some war some Star yes. Wars words yeah we're not just like having a couple people like lounge around and it's like yes. oh why is it all these women wearing the same color and they're lounging around these aliens yes like, mm, I don't know <laughs> yeah I was like okay we're just going did you for catch it what, I don't know why I did it in all three of the episodes did you catch what it was rated I didn't I would mm-hmm. guess PG-13 yeah, but yeah, because I guess the Mandalorian jumped up in season two was like teeny there's PG. blood too. There's there's a decent amount of blood and well, they were just dead bodies, which I thought was death. like yeah. a lot, like a lot, and well, not like a lot. I mean, Jesus right. Christ, they cut someone's head in half on House of the Dragon. Right, uh, TV fourteen. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. So it was. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I think they would have to have done TV fourteen. Yeah, but I was just surprised because mm-hmm. I mean. Well, Me too. I we, hope they do more shit like this. Like yeah. I always said, I would love an R-rated Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I feel like we like we read a lot of stuff into the Mandalorian, so it feels a bit more adult. But like literally on right. screen, none of that is yes. there. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like no. Well, Star Wars has in. always been like that. There's always that con that like subtext. Yeah. That yeah. they want the adults to get, but keep it vague yeah. enough that the kids don't explicitly understand yeah. what's happening. Like, you know, slave Leia shit. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, yeah, he ends up, like, leaving, and then the police come and harass him. I loved that shot there where he's like, has his hands, and we're viewing it all from, like, his face. I don't know. I really liked that. And then he, like, they're trying to shake him down. They're being assholes and shit, and he ends up, like, starting to fight them. He, like, knocks one guy over, like, goes knocks the other guy down, and and then, like, the cop's like, he's dead. You, You killed him. And, like, I was like, oh, my God, okay. Yeah. And then the co- I love the cop. I was like, oh, it's cool. We can go in. Like, I'll explain it all. Yeah, we I'll can go in together. I was like, oh, I can fuck off, dude. Why would he go with you now? He's got a gun pointed to yes, your head. Right. Yes, I was so glad. I was like, yes, kill him. <laughs> and when he did, I was like, okay, <laughs> great. Yeah, so that was pretty much the start, the opening, which I felt like was cool and strong. We also, like, during these episodes have this flashback continuously to his, like, childhood. Okay, what, I, I guess I'll wait to ask questions until we get more into it. Okay. So, we have him, in this episode, I, in each of these episodes, I just kind of did a, a Kid Cassian summary. Okay, um, that's good, because I, I don't, I'm, I think, I, I'm going to need that. Of, like, yes. Which... So, in the first one, um, now this goes throughout the whole kind of episode, but okay. I'll do it right here. Uh, we basically have the, it uh, looks like a little settlement of kids, and they see, like, some kind of ship kind of crashing one of the kids starts like waving like it down. Transport. Yeah, or some kind. Of, it's something. Some kind of yeah. pretty big ship. A few of the other kids are like, "No, shut the fuck up! What are you doing? Like, oh. don't wave it down." So 
Then they're like hang out. Cassian's there with his little sister, and I I love how much this kid is like, yeah, my stupid little sister. I'm too cool for you. Oh. I loved it. I yeah, loved the acting between these kids. I thought it was good. Yeah, he. I I like the age that they made young Cassian because uh-huh. it seems like he's like just old enough to go with the fighting kids. Mm-hmm. But like probably could still be staying behind with right. the non-fighting kids. So like he's like he's like a fifth grader who's like yes. I am over elementary school. Like I'm so I'm like I'm almost totally a middle schooler now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I liked him a lot. Um, yeah, and then the only other thing that they really do in this episode is they do some Lord of the Flies face painting, and then <laughs> um, <laughs> and then they get ready to uh, leave. All right, I'm gonna start my rant about how much I love the costumes in this right here. Okay, can I ask a question for yes. oh, okay? Because I guess what what why are they what why why the Lord of the Flies situation? Why are they in a village of only children? So I think I actually understand that, and well, I but think uh, it's put it's very con- contextual. Okay, because because uh, at first initially, well, because well, here's my here like when yeah, my fans and I were talking about it, it was like oh, did they somehow were they on like a ship and they got stranded here? But everyone keeps saying Cassian's from Canary, and that planet is like I said, they tell that us. is no, it is Canary. Okay, they did. so it they was kind a former of mining. Well, yeah, but then well, where did all the adults Someone go? says, so, okay, so one of the fascists say when they're talking about where Canari is, yeah. he's asking, like, oh, I don't know, some small moon on the mid-rim, I'm pretty sure everyone died there from a huge mining accident. Okay, okay. So what I think, and I also, this was my whole thing with the costumes that I'm obsessed with. I love the storytelling in these costumes yeah. in this show so it is fucking very much. Such a part much. Of it as well. Because all the kids are wearing, like, these weird, like, yellowy, orange, quilted kind of clothes and yeah. they're just kind of like pieced together tied onto them yeah. and I really think that they were the utility high-vis clothes of their adult like of their parents oh, that okay. they then took to wear because it was all they had you because know, don't those look like industrial like yeah I could see yeah. a minor wearing some of that shit well it was it was very confusing because they seemed like they were yeah. like because I didn't know I was like are we stranded here or are we indigenous because like and then their costuming I was like I think they're both I think they're indigenous, yeah, but and the, now but they the were costume, using the costume. Like, like doesn't that was the one thing I was like, well, maybe not because like everything you're wearing seems kind of impractical, or like why would you be wearing that if you like? Okay, so that's where I think that comes from. Okay. that was my vibe once we had seen the mines. Yeah, because remember there is one thing where he's like standing there and there's a huge pit. Yes, yeah, I do. I do remember finding yeah. out later it was a mining thing, but it was just like, but every single adult was a miner. Like, nobody's grandpa was living in the village. Like, but if it was a small-ass town yeah. and it, the empire I mean, enslaved I'm, them... I mean, I, and I guess maybe, like, there was a mining collapse. The few adults that stayed in went to go try to help and then they also died. Right. Yeah. Or maybe... Or maybe the kids were just hidden and then the empire came and tried to clear it out. I was going to say, or all the kids hid and then they came and they killed everyone else. Yeah. And then, yeah, those are the kids. Which could that... also be why the, le- why the older one was like, why the fuck are you waving them down? Oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah, that's true. They didn't want the help from whatever ship was like. And it seems that, like, Fiona Shaw. Um, uh, Bix? No, no, the no. older lady. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that, that, oh, something with a V. Something oh, it's like v. Marva, maybe? Marva. Yes, Marva. It's Marva. No, that's yeah. the character from nope. Parent Trap. But, um, <laughs> what is her name? <laughs> it might be Marva, but that's also the camp leader from the Parent Trap. <laughs> um, but, no, but she seems like, it seems like, Cassian telling anyone he is from Canary is dangerous. So, yeah, maybe they did go in and th- thought mm-hmm. they killed everyone. But, like, this band of what are the flies children. It is Marva. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, so I think that's why that they're there. Yeah, I mean, they, they're very... I mean, sure, we'll get more into it once we learn more about them. But I like this inclusion. I feel like this is a very... 
it's a very good way to like add like a lot of backstory to this character. We basically knew almost nothing about his backstory. Yeah. And like I feel like it's almost already fleshed out more of like what we have pieced together about what Din's childhood was like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. There I wish him and Din could hang out, but I, he dies when Din's like twelve. So yeah. No, not twelve, only ten years before. Oh yeah, so probably like twenties. Okay. Well, Jen's already in a cult, so like they, they can't be friends. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so that's like kind of the kid, the kid rundown. Uh, so then we have the little costuming town, or the little costuming, <laughs> yeah, the little of. company town, um, uh, on Ferrex, I think is what it is. <laughs> so they're pretty clearly a company town that's doing some. Oh, they're doing like ship. What the fuck would it be called? Um, scrapping. They're like this yeah. little yeah. scrapyard kind of thing. This was like where I was talking. Like, I'm obs- I'm literally so obsessed with these costumes. Like, <laughs> I want to die. The costumes of like everyone working on the scrapyards, how they all feel really Star Wars, but still like high vis. Like, makes sense for what they would be fucking doing. Yeah. The coloring of everyone. The fact that different groups are subtly different colored. Hmm. Like. Like, uh, ex-girlfriend and horrible boyfriend, they're all in, like, yellows. Yeah. Everyone else is, like, in, like, tans. And then that one, like, family with the scrap shop, they're in, like, greens. Oh, yeah. And then there's little patches. She's she's wearing a patch, and the dad is wearing a patch with two different symbols on them. Yeah. So is that, like, their qualification to be the shop leaders? Like, there's so much in the (laughs) costumes. I'm obsessed with it. Like, I could... The costumes of this show, I absolutely, I love them. Okay. Um, also, like the military outfits. Yes, and the for the for the, the company like down. I don't know what to call them. Officer, fascists. Yeah, the fascists. I've just been calling them fascists. Yeah, the fascists. I think they're not called like the Sentry. Yeah. Or something. Um, and I uh, like I told you when we watched it, I'm like, man, it reminds me so much of the Outer Worlds, which is a game I really enjoyed. But it is the same vibe of you're in a company town on the freaking outer rim of the the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And it's anti-capitalism. Fuck it. Yeah, because yeah. I like the uniforms, like the, the yeah, the fascist uniforms too. Because these are some of them from the. Oh yeah, that does look a lot like. Um, <laughs> and then each company has different colors of the same uniform. Yeah, because I like because it's almost like you can see how it morphs into vampire and like what we know, but mm-hmm. it's just like it's like too early and we're just too far. And it's out. still like separate. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, the company was pretty much its own sovereign place. Okay, so they're working with the empire now. Okay, so they're working. So they're kind of like hut space. Okay, so they own so much of the galaxy that they're able to have enough of a say. So they basically, at least in the Republic Senate, they had like a Senate seat. Okay, and we're kind of like online with like the Trade Federation. If you want to get like way into the politics with it, yeah. I also they also like make a joke about the costumes at one point because we have the 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 you know our young fascists. when he's like reporting to his supervisor yes, about says. it, the guy's like, "Did you alter your uniform?" He's like, "Uh, yeah, like I added a few things and like some light tailoring." <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, we're bringing up the costumes here." <laughs> also, um, he made it more form fitting. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but it says a lot about him too that he decided he wanted to pay money to get his uniform extra tailored to make him look even better. Like that's a, yeah, I loved that uh, detail. <laughs> I thought it was really funny. Uh, yeah, so he basically is reporting to, um, his supervisor or whatever, that these two, yeah, he's obsessed with Andor. 
<laughs> that was weird when he just like pulled out the hollow <laughs> sitting by himself. No, that's not happened yet. That's in episode four. Especially <laughs> like when mother, he's sitting in his childhood his bedroom. Too, his mother too, her personality. <laughs> when he's sitting in his childhood bedroom just yes. looking at a hollow of him. <laughs> Little weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may have yeah. taken this too far. You're, <laughs> you're very much treading the line. <laughs> yeah, he reports, says that like uh, there were these murders and basically the supervisor is like, Okay, you know, he says that whole thing that they shouldn't have that money, they shouldn't be in the brothel, they were doing all this shit, and they were on duty. Like, so let's make up a story. He basically tells him, like, issue a fake plush release so nobody finds out that, like, all guys are actually doing a shit ton of illegal stuff. And then this guy's like, no, I'm gonna make it worse. (laughs) Yes. And, And I also like that he actually specifically said... It seems like they were harassing, you know, some some guy with dark features, because that was the only description mm-hmm. they had. Some guy with dark features, and they messed with someone that they shouldn't have. So, it seems like their fault. Yeah. Part, I was like, fuck this, yes. <laughs> yes, I also hate you for it, but yes, because fuck them. <laughs> yeah, so, kid, he has to go to, like, an imperial thing and do a report on it, and is like, the less I have to fucking report to them, the better. Mm-hmm. It's fine, we'll just make some shit up. Do it, do your job. And he's like, no, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, I, I just in general, I think that like the the sets and the coloring and the shots were really cool mm-hmm. all throughout, which was exactly one of the things I absolutely loved about Rogue One. Yeah, is it was just pretty to look at, and there were like certain shots that like stuck with you, like the Death Troopers at the beginning yes. walking on the grassy, you know, that kind of shit. So I still feel like it very much had that very Rogue One-y vibe, which is what I loved. That one shot of all the gloves hanging on the wall. Yes. Yeah. Again, oh, yeah company cool. town. Yeah. Life. See, like, it's shit like that. Like, they had, like, those really color... Like, it, oh, it was also funny because of how different it is from Rogue One of being very bleak but colorful. Like, it's yeah. colorful, but everything looks dusty and run down and, like... Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it, I loved... I thought it was a very cool color scheme to do to not make it so... I feel like it could have been really easy to go with darker colors and make it all feel really, like, bleh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we have Andor back on his little, on his planet that he is. He's sleeping in a ship, and he's talking to his his droid. Uh, He basically is like, you're going to have to lie. We're lying. You didn't see me. Mm -hmm. So then he, like, goes to um, craft his alibi with definitely his friend with benefits. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Longer name, but he he keeps calling it B. B, yeah. Yeah. B B something. It's, I don't know. The weird accordion robot. Oh, it's Wally. Yeah, it is. He's very Wally. Yes, yes. Uh, He's adorable. Yes, and his little thing of, like, I will have to recharge so I can lie. Yes, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) That will take a lot of memory. <laughs> yeah, I liked I liked the droid. He was fun. Yeah, so he goes to the work site and basically like has his his friend. They they got something going on. Mm-hmm. There was some weird shit going there. There was something going on there. <laughs> uh, and his friend basically like, you know, is like, yeah, he goes along with it and says he will. And I do also like how detailed the story they make is that like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was like, actually... Oh, was that did, this place oh, was that a friend with benefits? You're talking about that guy? No, I'm talking about the guy, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the top guy. Yeah. Okay, okay come on. That was so... To, okay, and also to be like, oh, yeah, he was coming around looking for you. Like, that was the big thing that happened. He was the one looking for him, and then he comes, and the guy's like, oh, well, just say you were at my house last night. Yeah. And now you came here to apologize to me in the morning because you were kind of a dick. But you stayed at my house. 
Yeah, but it seems like more than like they were. No, they, they kiss. Are, no, they okay. kiss. Okay. <laughs> They're getting wasted. They kiss. Or at least he is. I mean, also and his probably. friend was very concerned about his mom. He was like, you better yeah. tell your mom to keep the heat on. She can afford it. Yeah. Like, you know how cold she gets. Like, mm-hmm. okay. All right. <laughs> Not a kiss. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, but then he does go to his ex. I have ex-girlfriend criminal slash informant. <laughs> so he goes to her, Bix, and her little shop that she has going on. And basically it's like, hey, I gotta sell something. When, when can your friend come? I need to sell shit. And he's like, well, he's not coming anytime soon. This and this. He's like, but I really need this right now. And she's like, you got into some shit. You know, they have like this whole moment. Yeah. Um, I love how all of his friends are just like, dude, what the fuck? Like, you're being sketchy and you have like bruises on your face. Yes. Like something have the fuck happened. Tell us. And he's like, no, 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 I'm fine. And they're like, okay, no, you're not. But sure, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I very much like how everyone's like, you're a broke kind of asshole, but for whatever reason, we're still friends with you. (laughs) She kind of maybe agrees, and we have, like, weird-ass fucking boyfriend who's like, she gets upset every time you're around here. I love this guy with his very space name of Kim. I know! Tim! I was like, you know what? He is a fucking Tim. Fuck him. Right? Tim is... Uh, it's so funny that his name is Tim. I found it incredible. I know. I found it it's just Tim. like, I know like people are named Timothy in other countries, but Tim is just the most American name yes. to me. Just throw one in for... for just keep for throwing some random ass shit in there. For my dad? Yeah. It's funny. Because that's literally my dad's yeah. name. Yeah, it's, it's one of my, like, favorite movies, but it's oh, it's God. a Swedish lesbian movie. And, like, the one boyfriend they have to get around is named Tim. So just everyone's speaking Swedish, and then in the middle of a sentence, it'll just be Tim. And I'm yeah. like, no! Like, you can't just be named Tim. I'm sorry. Yeah. It is also kind of like a joke fantasy name from um, Monty Python. The, they named the one, like, wizard Tim the Enchanter. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. He's all wanting to so about the rabbit. It's just like a yes. history of just like... It's just, just, oh, just the most average normal name. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, so then um, we also have, as well as like... Um, yeah, he's also... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I hate him. I really do. Yeah, you He really made him horrible. I don't think he was bad. He seemed like a nice guy who is just... He keeps spying on Bix, though, for like... Yeah, he seems way uh, too stalkery, jealousy. For me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he did. I didn't like the like whole. Him. Every time you're around here, she gets upset. Yeah, I like. I don't know. That came off weird to me. Like, dude, she can't have friends. Like, okay, no, yeah. no friends. Why are we following her to the bar now? This is, yeah, uh, yeah. He like you're literally that. just turning your her friend into Nazis because you're afraid of that. But yeah, like, but it w- but was the relationship. Or? Did he actually tell them? Yes. Or was it, or was it the bartender? No, it, no, was, it was him. Him. But they bring the bartender in. What? The the bartender with the flow. She, I, her voice sounded really familiar. So I, I no, like, it's him. Because remember, Bix is like, how could? Because he like when, no, well, I know. But did he actually? Because when when they say like, oh, someone's here who has in like whoever called us with this in this tip, they're here now, and then they bring someone up, and it's the bartender. No, someone to verify. Oh, to verify. It was okay. the, yeah, it was the sex worker at the brothel. Yeah. 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 She comes in to verify because they had found the hollow. Okay. No, the only reason, because no one, barely anyone knew he was from Canari. Okay. And that's why Big says, did I ever tell you that Cassian grew up on Canari? Okay, I think at it was confused point, yeah. because he did tell, he, well, he didn't say that specifically, but he said he was looking for a Canari girl and then he said it was his sister. So, mm-hmm. like, okay. Yeah. So, 
But that's how they got the name to look up his photo. Someone okay, had to okay. have given the name. Okay. Yeah, so we basically, um, yeah, the fascists have, uh, put out a space bolo and are like, yeah. uh, everyone, we're looking for a canary male, wanted for a crime, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, things to be on barracks, you know? So that's kind of the end of episode one. Um, and episode two, that would be me um, for our little, for our little uh, Kid Cassian summary. Um, we do have the kids... This is through the whole episode, but the kids uh, arrive at the ship. Are the kids all right? There's some kind. No, no, they're not. They're very much not. Yeah, I know. There's some kind of chemical that seems to have been the the result of these people dying. Yeah, they're all like yellow. They're all yellow. Yeah. Yeah. At first, like at first second, I was like, "Oh, do they add Minarians to this?" No, no. They're then it's like, "Oh no, those are just humans who are dead." Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So the leader goes to like investigate, and one of the the people from the ship shoot her mm-hmm. and kill her and drag her off. And Cassian kind of stands there and looks at, at the ship. Mm-hmm. So now, a uh, question, question. Have you at this point noticed that they are not the Empire? It's the Republic. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't, honestly, I didn't, didn't until the me, third they, episode yeah, when Marva said, or the... Dude. Marva's boyfriend or partner or whatever. He's like, he, he's like, uh, Republic ships are incoming. We have to go. We can't just leave him here for them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're separatists. So they're like the people who are fighting against the Jedi. Yeah. Okay. Like Marva and her. Uh, I, I'm going to guess that they were romantically involved because it seems to suggest seem to it. Yeah. that he is who Scar's guard is referring to as his as Cassian's father later, because he he has the gun that Cassian has at that point. Okay. And then remember, he's like, your father, they hung your father in the square, didn't they? Okay. Holy shit. And I was like, well, um... Yeah. It definitely wasn't his father from, you know... <laughs> yeah, not his biological father, because it seems like there were right. no parents on that planet. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Hmm, okay. Yeah, so at this point, this whole episode is pretty much, um, Cassian's trying to get the fuck off of the planet. Yes. As quickly as he can... Um, oh, I'm sorry. Also, the our ex-girlfriend, criminal, friend with benefits, everything, mm-hmm. um, she called the informant to come yeah. by going to that, like, little family's shop. Yeah. So, yeah, he's pretty much, like, running around, like, I don't care. We gotta figure, I gotta figure some shit out. He's trying to get literally from anyone away off of the planet. It's not going too well for him. He ends up, like, going back to his house. And basically tries to lie to, to Marva, and she's like, no, I know what the fuck is going on. Like, something really bad happened. Mm-hmm. He's freaking out. She's freaking out. It's all bad. But he hears that Bix is looking for him, so he goes to the bar to, uh, like, check on her, figure what out is going on with her. She, at this point, has heard about, obviously, the report, mm-hmm. so has white boy Tim. <laughs> and uh, pretty much everyone else in town. Yes. But very little people realize that it's Cassian. Because um, yeah, they've been saying he's from Fest. So no yes. One, yes. Yeah. Suspects him. So when they're there, he pretty much is like, I don't care anymore. I will sell you it. Like, he's basically trying to sell some, basically a imperial black box yeah. shit, navigation shit. And she's like, I, my, my informant's already coming. Like, I can't yeah. stop it now. Like, this is already happening. So he's like, well, fuck, I guess I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a, a lot of the fascists uh, armoring up. 
Yeah. I guess I guess our mini fascists. Yeah. Our capitalist fascists. Yeah. <laughs> capo fascists. Yeah, the capo fascists. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, we have the great, the, the Scottish one. Oh I don't God. know. I love him. There's something about him odd. that cracks me up. Yeah, he's like a full-on, like, zealot. He's just like, yes, yes. let's kill everyone. He's great. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, I also loved our our, uh, our little boy, who, he is, like, so conventionally white attractive that it's, like, unnerving. Like he yeah, that's a good way to describe him. Really perfect in a way that makes him totally unattractive. Like it's no longer it's like a weird uncanny valley. Like yeah, I, I, I know I you probably that. should be unattractive, but yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also loved his like whole. I loved him trying to give the pep talk. Oh and, god, uh, yeah. On the ship, he's has he's, he's so awkward. He's so bad, and at you it. can totally tell that that he's not very good at this, and he's way too like ser- takes it way too seriously. Yeah, feels like some people I'd worked at with with that Target, where I was like, yo, it's fucking Target. <laughs> Calm <laughs> the fuck down. <laughs> um, yeah, because I liked the other company ones who were like doing the research and stuff, or just like eating ramen. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, cool, you guys are, like, at least semi-chill. <laughs> like, what? And he's over here like, there's been two people murdered! Yeah. He has a lot of, he's he's got a lot going on here. <laughs> During the little bar meeting, we see uh, the boy, Tim, <laughs> like, totally stalking and being real creepy. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I'm like, okay, we've gotten past concerned. Yeah. At yeah. that point, because he, she didn't even, like say she wasn't doing anything because he's like oh how about we do this thing and she's like oh you know what actually would you mind if we did something tomorrow instead yeah she didn't like say like i can't come or she didn't like a lie she just no. said like i don't want to hang out tonight and then yeah. went to a bar and met a friend yeah yeah and he was like how dare you <laughs> like <laughs> so he decides to do the very normal, cool thing to do and report him to the fucking police. Yeah, and they're like, report to the police payphones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So he does that and, like, then just, like, returns home. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also then have a heart. Oh, God, I hate it so much. Oh, I was, mm-hmm. this scene made me so mad. When she comes back from the bar and does decide to come and see him. Yeah. And talk to him. And... He's just like, oh, yeah, no, everything's good. It's chill. Yeah. Like, doesn't mention that it, like, at all. Not even a, like, hey, who are you with? Like, what was going on? Like, oh, I saw you with, with Cassie. No, he understands that she's that. out of his league yes. and he wants to fuck her. Yeah. Like, so he just, like, totally doesn't say anything. And they, you know, Star Wars fuck. It's basically Star hey, Wars porn. They sit on a bed. Yeah, it was She sat on a bed and when they woke up, she had pants yeah. on. Yeah. That was a lot. Well, he's there. creepily watching her. Yes, and has all of his clothes, including his socks on. Yes, and he's sitting there, and he's like, "I couldn't sleep," and I was like, "You're being a creep." <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm concerned for her. She needs to leave. Like there has to, like, come on, there are more, there are hotter people here. The, you know, the bear friend. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Uh, yeah, she. It's so uncomfy. But they talked about calf. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, that's the first time calf has been said in, Star- in a Star Wars show movie thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There was a bunch of shit like that. There was. Even, um, like, well, 
We did believe. There's a, there is Easter eggs, too, that like, other properties in there as well. Yeah, but not many. Not and many. I feel like not so explicit because there was never a time when I was like, oh, this is a thing I'm supposed to know and I just don't. Well, no, yeah, it, yeah it's just, yeah, it's just there if you know it. Yeah, but I feel like there have right. been sometimes in The Mandalorian where I felt like we have almost paused and been like, hey, 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 yeah. And then I was like, I don't know what the See, fuck this yeah, is. Like, uh, one of the later episodes, Core pointed out to me, they have Starkiller's whole armor set from the uh, Force Unleashed games. But it's like in like an antique, like, uh, collector's shop. shop. Oh, okay. So it like makes sense that there's a bunch of, like, there's also like some Mando armor in there. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's like supposed to be thrown around in weird little yeah. artifacts. Okay. Um, that's Sam Whitworth's like video game Star Wars character. Oh, yeah. um, so, yeah, that's... Oh, and Skarsgård yeah. arrives. Mm-hmm. He, he has arrived. Yeah. He said, pause, pause, everyone pause. <laughs> no, 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 pause is on um, some planet. <laughs> True, uh, not probably some planet, probably Concordia or yeah. Concordon. <laughs> the thing, I, I don't know, I could talk about, like, the weird just set designs and everything in this, because I loved it. And in general, sexual tension so between characters. So Yeah, there is a lot of sexual tension. Mm-hmm. I love the like, I love the living spaces. Yes. How real they felt hitting yes. stupid yes. white boys' apartment, with like the weird little imprints in like the like a splash guard thing and yeah. and there was like wood and concrete and stone like all mixed together. Yeah. And him and Marva's house and like yeah. seeing Marva's his house room. It was like at one point when Marva was standing there and it was like her and like oh it was when she was picking up his his yeah his like his um blow stick weapon thing yeah. It was just, like, the way the wall was, and I was like, oh. I mean, like, I watched For All Mankind, which is, like, alternate NASA history. So, like, they've uh-huh. been li- they've been living on the moon, and then they're on Mars in the most recent season. But it was, like, looking at the wall, I was like, oh, that actually looks like something that, like, when, like, like For All Mankind's trying to be incredibly, like, accurate to what space yeah. stuff would be. And I was like, oh, this looks like it would be a building that they would have on, like, the moon in For All Mankind. So I was like, oh. So yeah. that was the first time anything really looked like, oh, this would be a real building that's in space. <laughs> no, that's like, how, yeah, that's how a lot of, I felt with, like, oh, her yes. house, too, especially, like, I loved that big window. I loved that there was just, like, a weird lamp. And then, like, I liked that there was, like, that, like, rolled up wall tapestry thing. Like, there was shit like that. Like, there were, yeah. like, home decorations that felt really cool. Yeah. And, like, like, the places felt real, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I, I feel like Star Wars can very much be... I feel like sometimes the sets are very much boiled down to, like, the Death Star and the Millennium Falcon. And while, like, those are cool set pieces, yeah. they don't feel like places people live. Yeah, and I feel like even um, in The Mandalorian, it's, like, the only place that we're consistently in, really, is, like, the Razor Crest. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, like, what's the most frequent recurring location? Like, Common House Burring, I guess? Right. Like... And even then, like... Right, and I think that was one of my favorite things, and also why I missed the Razor Crest so much, <laughs> was that if you could see someone lived there. Yeah. Like, there was the stuff, like, you could see, like, the bathroom... And, yeah. like, you know, how he had set up the bed for the baby to you know, sleep in. on the little hammock. Yeah, like, plate. stuff yeah. like that. Or, like, that there was, like, you know, he had wrapped some around the leather. Like, yeah. some cloth around the leather on the back of the heads. Like, that kind of shit. I don't yeah. know. That shit kills me. I love sets. Yeah. And stuff like that. So, I felt like that was one of my favorite things. And one of these favorites of this was when Skarsgård arrives and then, like, takes, like, the subway. Yeah, he literally has to take a bus from the parking lot. Yes, and I was like, dude, that, yes, that's exactly what, like, a Star Wars bus in this weird little place. Yeah. This in-between, like, hub area, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, I, I do guess. like that it feels very funny that, like, 
parking is like an issue because the the cops yeah. even in the first episode they were like harassing him about like where he left his ship mm-hmm. and like he had to prove that he had like a parking pass yeah. <laughs> and then now they're just like him and that guy on the bus they're just like oh, wait to park so far away this is so annoying I was just like yeah. oh why Right, like, it feels like a real fucking world. And it feels like a dumbass set of, like, oh, these fucking, these capo fascists are like, we're gonna enact our power, like, you can't park here. Yes. <laughs> like, uh. But that is yes. how society will degrade, is... Right, but I also feel like that well, they hits... they did, remember? Right. What? <laughs> I feel like that's what... Uh, but that hits so human and, like, normal in the world, yes. so you're like, oh, God, I hate that. Yeah. I hate when people make me park in dumb fucking places. Yeah. Like, that is, like, one of those... You like every day annoyances that does make you like yes I would rebel yes <laughs> just over this parking situation I'm ready to kill someone yeah take that <laughs> O'Hare Airport yeah, <laughs> yeah like seriously <laughs> yeah but that's pretty much the end of the second episode we clearly are uh, doing things I don't did anything I missed anything from the second one? no. Also, I'm kind of surprised it. Took, I'm surprised that it took this long to get Stellan Skarsgård into Star Wars. Like, who did? Like, yeah. did he pass up a role in the um in the sequel trilogy? I mean, I guess I brought this up as I and I was like, I guess technically this is only like the third Star Wars show, but he just feels like an actor that should have shown up in the sequel trilogy somewhere. Yeah, and I was just right. like, he does seem like he should have been in the sequel yeah, trilogy. Yeah, yeah, it was just he just feels like yeah. So I was just a little bit. Surprised this was his first. Yeah, because he, he just he just felt. I mean, I, I mean, we I've been consistently watching him and stuff since I was like a child because he was in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies and the yes. Mamma Mia movie and yes. then like you know the Thor movies and everything. But he just feels like I was like, well, yeah, you have to be here at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he fucking kills this oh character. God, yeah. too. Yes, I like him. Oh. Yeah, I, I was just like, oh, I guess I just like you and kind of everything I see you in. But like, and then the next few episodes, I'm upset. I mean, I loved this beginning arc. I feel like it really set us up. Yes. But that second one... Oh, my God. I, I mean, I'm still one episode behind because the newest one dropped today. Mm-hmm. I was I'm straight up sitting there. who stays up for it. I didn't. I actually didn't. I, I had Because I was off. sewing. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I was... Uh, after class, I was watching it. I was literally screaming. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> We're doing so emergency cool. space medicine. <laughs> <laughs> like realistic emergency Yes. Medicine. I was like, holy fuck, we're doing a startup. They've got a fucking fast that and thing even, that you with the needles and do your sternum to get yeah. medication in. Yeah, I was like, we're clear. doing an IOS. No. What? What's when? What's when Metaclone kicks? Kicks, yeah. Kicks. Yeah, <laughs> kicks. Uh, yeah no, mean? it's crazy too, and it's just like even more like bigger actors and. I don't think oh, well, I'm I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I don't know about kind of. Well, I guess if we got, think of like the first season of The Mandalorian, like yeah, there's not really. I mean, except for Verna Herzog. Like, there's yeah. not yeah. really, like... Well, a bu- I, yeah, but, like... But there's a bunch of different... Bi- I'm, I, like, building on that, I'm really excited to see where Fiona Shaw is going because mm. she's always character... She She's incredibly charismatic, but I almost... Like, you're... She seems like a very good fit for the role. It seems very similar to the role that she was in Killing Eve. That she, like, seems like this nice, innocent, older lady. And then we're just like, wait, but did you kidnap this child? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like a... Uh, are you actually a terrible mom? Like, what? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ignoring the fucking final episode of Killing Eve, because that shit was garbage. Yeah, yeah, um, we don't, we don't. We don't yeah. know. But, no, like, even, yeah, the, the two of the newest, like, arc I've been, uh, that I've seen are also just... Who, I know who it is, and I can't, I don't know. Good. I don't know why I can't think of her fucking... Uh, oh, Gwyneth O'Reilly. Yeah. Right? That's how you say her fucking name? I believe so. Who? 
Genevieve. She plays, she's doing Mon Mothma. Oh, yeah, yeah I just looked at IMDb and spoiled for myself. I was like, oh, Mon Mothma appears? <laughs> yes. And Oh, Cyril. That's what the fucking white boy name is. Not the white boy, not Tim. The, the fascist. <laughs> the little, the little the baby fascist. fascist. Oh, and the actor's first name? Kyle. He, yep. looks, he looks like a fucking Kyle. Kyle. No, 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 no shame to Kyle, but like he looks like Kyle. Yeah, but yeah, he does. So we have episode three, Reckoning, and uh, pretty much everyone's meeting up here. Yeah. yeah, things, uh, everything's kind of coming to a head here. Cassian is still trying to find a way off, is getting ready for his meeting with um, Skarsgård. The fascists have arrived in the town. Yes, that's happening. (laughs) (laughs) And um, (laughs) they also really stupidly leave their fucking ship, like, just sitting in the shipyard scrapyard. Yeah. You notice that? Yeah, because it seems like, um, I don't want to insult him by calling him Kyle, but, um, um, Cyril is Cyril. much better. Um, you know what? I'll just remember, Cyril Figgis, it's, yeah. it's just Cyril Figgis. I was going to say, Cyril is such, like, a white guy name, too. Yeah. It's almost yeah. just as bad. Um, so. This guy's probably not as common. <laughs> oh, that's why it's confusing me. We have a few black characters that call the midwife his name Cyril. I was like, where's oh, Cyril really? from? Like, why am I picturing a, a Jamaican guy? I'm like, um, okay, so... Oh, yeah, but he just seems... Cyril seems very bad at all of this kind of planning. And, like, Scottish rugby player is just, like, going along. But being like, yes, you are in charge, and that means you are in charge of me. Yeah, so he's, he's, he's bought into this hard. company he's, cult. Yeah, he's... He's feeling some things mm-hmm. about this, or, or a Scottish rock. Yeah, that is what he is. He is a Scottish He looks like a player. rugby player. That guy is ginormous. He's I know. Shorter. I love him. He's, he's built so like a brick he's amazing. amazing. He looks like he flexed his, his uniform would pop off. It's, it's great. I, I, it's amazing. I don't know who found that guy, but I'm a. I mean, that was amazing. Head, like in the random, like some Edinburgh yes. rugby league. Yeah. Like, Jesus. <laughs> and how red his face gets it's so I oh no I just love he's that guy he's yes <laughs> just you see him and you get his character yes. like <laughs> yeah so they are um getting here they land their ship they bring like three I think about like 12 people yeah. um they land their little I guess renovated uh, LAATs and are going to find Cassian, because now they obviously know they're here because mm-hmm. of Tim. And, like, the, the like, workers on, like, the scrapyard are like, mm, what, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Like, the fuck, what's your slot tape? Yeah, and um, uh, Cassian's definitely not fuck buddy is also like, what's going on here? Yeah. He seems, uh, he seems a little concerned. So, uh, yeah, so the family that was, the green family... <laughs> The, yeah, the one like dad and his son. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> who were working that other shop. They come to Biz's place and are like, yo, like, they're, they're here. Like, looking- shit's going oh. down or something. Oh, wait. Well, first, they- I'm sorry. First, they went to Marva's house. Yes. And was looking for him there. And we're like, we know you know where he is. Tell us where he is. Oh, yeah. The, fa- the capo fascist. Too. Yes. I mean, it sounds like the green family. Was oh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no. The capo fascist. Uh, the cap fash, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they went there, and she's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. And it maybe would have worked if uh, B didn't come, and Cassian wasn't literally trying to speak through him to yeah. Marva. 
And he's pretty much like, you have to tell Marva, like, I have to go, I can't say goodbye, like, you gotta make sure you take care of her. Yeah, he's like, literally, yeah. like, giving a goodbye message, like, yes. to Marva while they're there, and while she's being like, I don't know what the fuck he is. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's going uh, pretty well. Mm-hmm. And they're able to figure out where the signal of his calm is coming from, like, what direction. Yeah. And while this is happening, uh, like, a crowd is kind of forming outside. Yeah. Like, looking in the windows, like, we got we got some people holding their iPhones out, we're filming, we got some yeah. cop watchers going. Yeah. So. Some, some, uh, some white woman who has no business being there. No, she should. No, 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 no. we're like that 17-year-old who, who yeah, the 17-year-old her, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. like, I wish I knew her name. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, we're the people yeah. who, like, we turned our phones on, like, you gonna do something now? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all like, what, what's going on mm-hmm. here, What huh? you doing, you capo fascist? Yeah. So. Uh, most Capo of fashion. so most of them leave, and um, a few stay there with Marva, yeah. and yeah. it's like, yeah, watch her, case comes. Mm-hmm. So there's like two of them hanging out there guarding the house, and as they come out, the crowd's like, "What are you doing? She's just a nice old lady. What's your <laughs> problem?" Like you know, they're like harassing him, and they're like, "We're gonna, you know." And the Green family's son is there, and he runs off to go tell his dad. Mm-hmm. So he tells his dad. His dad goes to see Biz, and is like. Yo, something's going on with Cassian. They were just harassing Marwa. Do you know where he is? Yeah. Like, I saw that bulletin. Yeah. And so they're, like, having a thing. They're like, no, we can't. Yeah, we need to go find him. So they go to, like, leave. And at that point, Tim comes up and is like, no, 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 no. He can, he can, he can mind his own business. She, yeah. Wait, who do you, how do you know who we're talking about? Yeah, he was, he was, he was so yeah. stupidly suspicious. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. very similar. If anyone wants to watch Kiss Me or Kiss Me, it's the Swedish. He very much reminds me of the Tim from that one. Because it's like, oh, you seem like you're being fine. And then he literally finds out that, like, his fiance kissed a girl. And then he's, like, turning their wedding invitations into air paper airplanes and, like, <laughs> throwing them off their loft. And I was like, dude. Oh, come on. If you're going to be dramatic about it, throw into a fire pit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she's like, Fuck you, like, you know, she's like, how yeah. could you? You're, you know, you're a shitty person. She leaves and the dad is like, green dad is like, mm-hmm. <laughs> how dare you? How Tim? Come on, Tim. It's <laughs> like, of course, it's the white guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, I knew I couldn't trust the white kid. <laughs> so they go and uh, try to find Cassian. Uh, at this point, Skarsgård has arrived at the... Um, Meeting point, Cassian is already there and has hid the box. Uh, and they have, like, a pretty tense meeting about everything and why they should be, you know, why Cassian should come with him or how much he should be paying. They're yeah. kind of negotiating. Everyone here is real desperate and freaked out. And, you know, Skarsgård pretty much tells him, like, you know, I don't really even care about this. I came here for you. You yes. should come with us. You're more valuable than all of this. You need a way out. I am a way out. Let's go. Yeah. Because at one point he's literally saying that he'll pay him an extra thousand dollars if he just tells him how he got the black box thing. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so, and Cassie does tell him and pretty much just says, I fucking walked in. I walked in the fucking door. I found it so funny because of everything you guys always make of different jokes is they just put on the uniform and walked in the front door. Like, no, but it's perfect. Yeah. And it's such a good funny thing of is, like, yeah, that is yes. what they always do. Yeah. yeah. And that he was like, they don't, they don't care. They're too confident. They're too yeah. full of people. How would they know? They, they would never imagine one of us could act like one of them. Come in there and steal their shit. With spit like, in their food. It's been Do, tried yes, and true for centuries. Yes. If you look like you know what you're doing, no one's gonna question you. Yeah, exactly. And like and, the guys that uh, in New York City who literally just started carrying a ladder to concerts 
and they just got backstage for free every time because they had a ladder, so everyone assumed they were doing something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so and I like that how that kind of plays into what he's basically saying is what ends up happening with the capital fascists when they start doing all the different banging stuff. And they're just like, oh, it's just intimidation. Like, and it's clearly like a very advanced signal system. Like, and they're just like, oh, they're just banging shit because they're stupid. And it's like, no. Right, yes. Yeah, so they're having this whole thing. And yeah, that starts where I think it's the Green family starts it, like doing a kind of signaling. Yeah, it might be the Green son of, yeah, son of dad. On some like metal outside of doors. And so then it starts spreading through the town and more people are doing it. People are closing up shops, going inside. Yeah, Clearly, we touch the like, bear friend and he and he's just... And, like, everyone at the scrapyard mm-hmm. is just, like, leaving. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I love that, too, because, like, of the ooh, of the history of company towns and tones and bells. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, we do have it at one point where we have the guy who's doing the That the guy's bells. up there so much, and that just seems just like, a, why, why are we not an automated... Why are we not a bell? We're yes. the space future. Right. Like, <laughs> but I love it because, like, you know, that's why there's, like, bells in it's schools. it's a position of power that he can, they can use to make him think he's better than everyone else. Oh, we decided that he just time. really loves the work and it's actually a volunteer position, so uh, he, he just volunteers. Either way, <laughs> going about nicely going to his head. Can we talk about my cool, weird history well, thing? Let's yes, talk about the inequality of capitalism, how you promote people so that they can... Well, that's what this is also about the yeah. harms of capitalism, too. That's why they're the capo-fascists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... But, like, the whole reason there are, like, bells in schools and stuff is because that's how company towns and factories worked. So they wanted kids to be able to have a response, to know a bell went off, I need to be here, a different bell goes off, I can leave now. Hmm. So that's how they would basically signify the day is over, is they would do do some yeah. bells, some tones of some type. Yeah. So that's why we still have them in high schools, is because that started to, to train you how to be a good-ass fucking capitalist uh, slave. Go, yeah. go be a good slave. That's a weird thing of when I, me and everyone else in the high school today went out into the hallway to cheer off the golf teams as they go to state. Yeah, and there were bells. The there bells was bell, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. It's a Seriously, weird little thing that it started. Well, I mean, like a ding, you know, like a ding. Uh, we're an old enough school that we still do have a physical bell near the uh, playground. Oh, But God. it's a lot of area that the kids are allowed to go into, like, the middle school. Like, I so say, the there is a physical bell, but in the schools, it's just an only, like, ding, ding, ding. The only part, the oldest part of my school was the th- part that used to be a convent. But you guys so. had like a little ding, ding thing for that in a class, right? It was more like just a ding. Well, right, yeah, right. There's a yeah. sound, though. Yes. That yeah. was where, the reason for the sounds of dismissing. Yeah. That's where that came from. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's a weird little, um, so I liked, though, that they had them use like a weird little tone because yeah. it would make sense for a town who operates like that to be yeah. like, everyone's listening for tones. Yeah. Let's use a tone. Yeah. I keep saying tones <laughs> because <laughs> I didn't realize I was saying it like that. That's what you call when, like, uh, what a 911 calls it. I was going to say, like, this is some EMT thing, isn't it? Like the tones dropped. When the tones <laughs> drop, you gotta go. I was like, wait, why am I saying tones, the bells? But yeah. So they start doing that in, a, in like, a, you know, whatever, a signal that I think is maybe also intimidation and also is obviously a signal to... Yeah. You know, bugger down. But it's just so funny that they don't think that it's anything else where suddenly, like, ever. Like, right, like, yeah. ever. Or, yeah. Or I, they, like, they're literally walking while it's, like, new people start doing it because it's, like, just getting further through the yeah. town and they don't think anything of it. It's like, yeah, oh, of course. And I love, I love Marva sitting there on her chair and she's like, fucking talking. Oh, yeah, and she's like, <laughs> what did she say? She's like, yeah, it's, it's pretty. Like, what the fuck is, like, what is all that going on? And she's like, it's so like, oh, yeah, well, you don't need to worry about that. You should really worry when the bells stop. Yes. <laughs> I was like, bitch, 
And they're like, why? What happened to that? And she's just like, ow. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, she's fucking hyping them Which up. Which also, like, the, there's building music behind all of it, too. And the second the bells do stop, all the music cuts out. Mm. Yeah. So on yeah. top of it, I also just the being sound. Silent, it is deafening silence. I love the sound of this episode, for sure. Yeah, all the little tones. And the music, like, was there and then started fading. And it was just the tones at the end of yeah. The, um, it. Yeah, so during this whole meeting, um, you know, Skarsgård is, like, trying to say, like, I know you. And, you know, he's like, you don't know me. You don't know shit. And he's, like, basically is saying, like, no, I do know at least some of your shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, like, you know, you should come with me. And he's, like, I guess, because he really doesn't have a fucking choice, to be honest. Yeah. Um. He does need off the planet because the, you know, the Capfash are outside coming in. And they end up having to, like, kind of fight their way out of the little... It's like a warehouse. Yeah, it's like a warehouse kind of thing. Um, I liked this little battle. I thought it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. Especially when they're, like... Scar's got is like, I went the whole fucking place to explode. Yeah. So yeah. he's like, just keep yes. going. And then, like, just random metal shit is just falling yes. from the ceiling. Yeah. Like, and, it, was, it was a cool little little moment there. Yeah, I felt like at this point the tone like the you know, the beats had stopped. Or they were about to, I think. Oh wait, Cyril like gets separated at one point. Remember that? He is on his own and Cassian actually holds a gun to his head mm-hmm. and it's like, how many are you? Where are you? And he gives him the information and he says like and two officers, but doesn't say that he's one of the officers. Yeah. Um and Skarsgard's like kill him. You just kill him. And he doesn't. Yeah. They just, yeah. like, knock him out, go. Um, and they decide the best way out is to take a speeder mm-hmm. out to um, Skarsgård's ship. And they pretty much, like, end up rigging up a, you know, like a land speeder mm-hmm. to go somewhere. And everyone thinks that's them. And that gets blown up. And then they're like, hey, fuck you. And they leave on a bike. Yeah. But at that point, yeah. Where the tones have all stopped and it's like silence yeah. and they're like looking at school. And Seal's like sort of like looking around like, oh fuck, I just got like 12 people killed. Yeah. And I wasn't supposed yes. to be doing any of this. I was supposed to be yes. writing a press release. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's like a whole thing. He's like, he's totally having a whole like trauma blackout. Yeah. And a Scottish rugby player's like, hey, we need to, we need to do something, idiot. Let's go. <laughs> like, people are you burning know? to death. <laughs> like I've almost, oh yeah, one of their ships crashed too. They sent a guy. Oh, yeah. oh, fuck, they killed Tim. I forgot about that. <laughs> they shot Tim. Oh, yeah, they, so much happened they, in this They bloodied her head, and then they shot Tim. Yeah, they, like, were... Be- they beat up Bix as she was trying to run to Yeah, they handcuffed him. her to a wall, and then they just left her there. Yeah, and, like, had, like, shoved her onto it, and, like, I guess given her a concussion, it looked like she was, like, mm-hmm. out of it. And then Tim's like, what are you doing? She's hurt. Put her down. Blah, 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 blah. And just walking up, and they just fucking kill her. Yeah. And, uh, uh kill- not kill her, kill him. Yeah. Yeah, and then they're, like... One of the, you know, people that were there is like, the fuck? Like, one like, of the, like, the oh, cash shit, bash, yes. Like, killing civilians yes. now? And then, so then they, yeah, they Like, just... go get the ship, you know. Yeah. Go away. And when he goes to get the ship and get it ready and um, take off, it has been tethered to something and uh, crashes. Yeah. But we see right before that, when they're all leaving the scrapyard... Bear friend, he was walking away from their ship. Okay. It was him that set up <laughs> yeah. the tether. I said, yes, bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Which was Yeah, at that point, um, we get back to the ship and are taking off. And um, we're also, at this point, getting the flashbacks for this episode of the, the Kid Cassian, is that he 
goes into the ship um, and is exploring. He kind of, like, freaks out, just starts trying to destroy everything. Yes. Um, while he's doing that, Marva and... God, they say his name, and I feel really bad. I can't remember it. Oh, and her partner come in, and, you know, he's like, Republic ships are incoming. Like, we got to go. We got to get out of here. And, you know... She's like, leave him here. And he's like, he can run. Like, just like, you know. He specifically said, she says he has no one. And he's like, he probably has people yes. here. Or like, we can leave him. He has people here. And right. She's it, like, no. Uh, well, she, well, no, she says people that just killed a Republic officer. How long do you think they're going to be safe here? Oh, his name is, Cl- oh, his name is Clem. His name is Clem. And it's Clem Andor. And she's Marva Andor. His name is Clem. No! No! No, he uses that as his fake name in the next arc. He uses Clem. And I was like, Clem, that's a goofy name. (laughs) I was making fun of him. Which is hilarious to me. Did I tell you that? That literally, like, again, video game. Um, There's the Warframe game I like. Literally, like, you help out this this character, and his name is just Clem. And all he says is Clem. And Clem's Gricadas, which are his two guns. Wait, Clem is such a goofy name. Oh, yeah. that, oh, no. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, so I do think Marvin makes a decent point there. Where she, she does say, like, it could be, like, yes. People who just killed a Republic officer, how long are they going to last here? Some, you know, this Republic yes. ship just crashed here. And I guess she doesn't know that, like, they're literally all children. Because I feel like if that, I mean, like, clearly, I guess you can't rescue all of them. But it's just, like. He just, he just picked out this one kid because he just had to stay behind because he was having a yeah. freak out and the rest of you just, like, left. And I was like, eh. Yeah, it's a weird... It is definitely a weird... Especially since we started with him being like, I have no idea where my sister is. Yeah. And, like, so you were taken away from your sister also, against yes. your will. And we know that you... Are, are continuously continue looking through. I think we are. I don't think we're going to drop that sister thing saying, at the beginning that, like, and not bring it up again. I was like, nothing's happened with that. Right, but we had like a whole we had like a whole heist in these last three, right. you know. In all these flashbacks and everything, I feel like right. we're building that like, yeah, I feel like the sister's definitely going to come back around yes. or something. Yeah, so she literally is like, <laughs> she's literally, I can't remember what word she says, but it's definitely like a sedative, like a sedative. I was like, oh, Oh, we're yeah, just yeah. She the literally drugs him and kidnaps yeah. him. Yeah, and yeah, I love how much me- they they do so much medicine in the show, and I am <laughs> a fan of it a lot. Uh, yeah, so she takes him on the ship, and it the episode ends with kind of going back and forth between Kid Cassian like waking up on the bed and looking forward out the window to like Marva and Clem there. And then also, like, him standing in the doorway and looking out the, like, main window with Skarsgård there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that's where that's where those ones end. We have made it off of our, our I guess, our, I don't know, our beginning arc. Our, do we, we, I mean, probably. We didn't get Fiona Shaw for three episodes. But, um. I damn hope so. I mean, so, like I said, this these next one is literally a mission. It's literally okay. an arc. Okay. And there are 12 episodes of this. Okay. So we're at least getting four arcs. If they continue in this right. three arc style, yeah, yeah. and it feels a little bit um, more serial and less episodic than the Mandalorian does, so I mm-hmm. feel like it's probably more likely that we will be back to this planet yes. and not just to yes. like a one off, like when we only went yeah. to Navarro once in season yeah. two, yeah, like, or at least something somewhat will come up. Or well, we, we might... do. Okay, we do, okay. Never mind. We do come back a little bit to it because, 
We also start in this next arc with a lot of imperial politics. And um, yes, there continues to be, uh, there ends up being an imperial presence on Ferrix. Okay. So, yeah, there wouldn't be, if we were leaving Ferrix forever, I don't feel like there would be any reason to mention it then with Imperials coming there. Yeah. So I would say that, yeah, they yeah. probably those okay. characters. It's because well, like, and, and even then, like, they do keep bringing up the past a lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it's just like we set up a very cool dynamic in this little town, and it would be yeah. sad to like never see them again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking, yeah. It's good. It's very good. Yeah, I'm very much a fan. I really liked it. I've really liked it so far. Honestly, these first three episodes, I was like, okay, it's cool. It's good. Yeah. But then with the newer ones, I'm like, okay, I'm really, I really fucking like this. You just um, like that there's gays. Okay, there barely is even gays. This yeah. is like the base. This it, is like fucking. This is like the nineties. This is like the fucking nineties queer baby. They don't say that they fuck. They don't say that they're together. They say she's already sharing a blanket. Yeah. Fair. They leave that oh, pretty wow. open. <laughs> Speaking of 90s shit. Right. That's, like a, that's a Zena and Gabrielle level right. over. Right. We're married. <laughs> right. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, we can't. I mean, it's better than kissing in the background and right. it's shitty that it's. But like, right, because I am invested in them. Like, yeah. I am like, I like you guys, I like your dynamic, and you have like. Oh, that's your not the characters. only dynamic you like from the new stuff. I you, like a lot of dynamics. You want the weird hate fuck to happen too. No, I don't want it to happen, but I think it should happen. <laughs> I think it'd be better for everyone. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Check it out. Uh, wait, we enjoy it, clearly. I think if they're listening to a podcast about it, they've probably seen it. Yeah, they've probably have seen it. They've probably seen we're it. If you haven't uh, seen it somehow, uh, <laughs> or, you know... <laughs> Life's been a little hard recently. You can find us. Why wouldn't they just... Why would stop doing just... an outro? We haven't ended the yes, episode yet. Yeah, I don't know where the <laughs> fuck <laughs> you're going. Like, I know, you put me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I mean, honestly, I think that this feels real grounded in, like, a world. I know I've said that probably, like, three fucking times now. But the the sets, the costumes, the... Like, that's I, I a, swear, I swear thing. on my life, I could talk for three hours about the costume design. Quick, if we gave you the platform, you would. Yeah. I'm just not editing it. And how the costume... <laughs> and then, specifically, also, the next arc, the episodes four through six, the set is, like, you said it's literally just some place with the, the like, Mon Mothma mm-hmm. City for Coruscant. Didn't they literally oh. just find some place to film? Oh, yeah, they <gasps> filmed a lot of stuff on location. So, a lot of what is used for, like, the court... and future space paths. Right, but a lot of stuff that's, like, used for Coruscant, there was, like, there's, like, a Coruscant, like, I guess it would be, like, an airport. And it was, like, some art museum. Oh, okay. That they just, like, filmed out the window and then added a green screen behind that window and made... Oh, so it's, like, an actual physical Yes, like, they use multiple physical locations. Okay. uh, Is what I meant by that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, because I guess most of the Mandalorian, there there are very few physical locations. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of 3D assets. Yeah. Right, which I mean, I think works both ways. Like, well, this spends yeah. a lot of time outside in the Mandalorian, so like, right, so it's it clearly like you can be on some tiny, you can build a little desert, and then you need to project the, the desert screen. going on miles yes. behind yeah. him. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. there's only so many like. Yeah, you're not going to the Sahara to film like a Tatooine scene. Yeah, like, yeah. Hmm. yeah, you might almost start an international war again. <laughs> that happened in, in yeah, like yeah. a crawler. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like a lot of what they did with the set designs. And, I mean, we haven't, you haven't seen it yet, but Coruscant, we we, Coruscant we spent a good amount on really Coruscant good. in the next few episodes. Yeah. And, oh my god, it looks so cool. Because I don't think that really, 
Not since... No, the last time we've seen it... They kept her for a second to be, for it to be... No, that wasn't Coruscant. Or was it? What was blown up in that, like... I can't remember. Okay. I don't think it was... They're probably not Coruscant. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. Um, so yeah, but the only time we've seen it is... Yeah, the prequels. Oh, yeah, so they go there in Kenobi at all? No. No, they don't. Um, yeah, no, it was it was the prequels. It's the only time we've seen it in live action. Um, and they made it fucking work. Because I feel like Coruscant is a really hard place to make fucking work. Yeah. Well, so you got to make, like, action? space New York. So, like, that's just... Yeah. That's a lot of... If you don't have enough CGI or space, that's just yeah. going to look weird. Yeah, and we all saw how the CGI went with uh, the prequels. Yeah. It went all CGI. Mm-hmm. I mean, now it's changed a lot. But, yeah, yeah, it's, it's cool. They, like, it feels... We're in, like, we have, like, a an apartment. Like, Sarah ends up going to, like, mom's apartment. Uh, but it's, like... Does she live above Lasim's bar? <laughs> no. No. Oh, my God. It's... But it's so... I don't know. I don't know. The whole... The whole, like, space feels so, like... It feels like condos. It feels like condos. Like, it feels like you know that every single one of these apartments are exactly the same setup. Like, it feels yes. like that mass-produced apartments in such a strange way. Well, that's how I felt about um Kim's apartment. Just the way yeah. it looked once the door opened. I was like, oh, you're just standing in, like, a shitty hallway. You know like, what that reminded me of? What? <laughs> you're, you're based on an apartment in Seattle. Oh, oh there's something about like the walls going, the random rooms. It seemed like, like things were just off of random places. It was renovated by a very spacey couple with an eight-month-old. Yeah, it just felt like a, a very strange floor. Yeah, was floor your bathroom in your hallway? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's at one point where like it's like a diagonal door, and then we're like. In his kitchen, but it's, like, a galley, and there's not, like, a... There's not, like, any seating or any room. It's only, like, one side. It's, like, a kitchenette. I'm, like, what is this? I so it feels like you're in that apartment. That was, like, my favorite place I lived in Seattle, too. <laughs> no, it was a pretty good place. It's just... It that was, was the cool. vibe. Yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, one of those, like, oh, is this a... The concrete to- floors? <laughs> <laughs> that they painted literally hours before I moved in. Yeah. I accidentally stepped in, and they... If you look closely by the front door, my heel was, like, in the paint. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, oh, can't go in yet. The floor's still wet. Floor's still wet. Also, uh, would you give up your cat? Her baby might be allergic. Is that that place? Yeah, that was that place where they asked him possibly. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I almost really did want to email back and be like, can you give up your baby? Like, no, I'm not giving up my cat. She's 11. Like, I'm not just going to abandon yeah. her. Yeah, across the country where I know no one. But she's going to go live with Aunt Mary and the dogs? Like, yeah. no. I mean, she fit in with the, the, the... No, she met those dogs and she pooped herself. That's literally oh. happened in Mary's front yard. <laughs> um, anyway. I mean, and or. <laughs> yeah, I mean, physically, yes. Um... All right, so I guess do we do we have anything else to say? No, I don't think so. I think I'm pretty. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. if you have anything to say about the costumes or the set design for Andor, <laughs> uh, we are Bikashar Podcast at gmail.com and Bikashar Pod on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. If you stumbled upon our podcast without knowing how to spell it, we are Bikashar. B R I I K A S A K. All right, and we will be back. 
probably sometime in November, hopefully finally talking about Aftermath. It's Whenever been... the hell we feel like it nerds. Yeah. We're making <laughs> no promises on anything yeah. ever. We so. realize deadlines are canceled. <laughs> yeah. I only have about a thousand of those right now. <laughs> Cancers or deadlines? <laughs> <laughs> no deadlines, I you guess. Know, it, it, we, we, we haven't gone to that oncology class part. yet. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. <laughs> oh, right. Well, yeah, then we just went on another tangent. Mm-hmm. All right, so we will see you guys. Bye. Whenever. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Kawashi. Bye. <laughs> Why did I almost just do the intro again? <laughs> Hello, welcome to Breaking Sound. Welcome to Breaking Sound. My name's Cork. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's what it is. Eight eighteen. Come the fuck down. I know. <laughs> so are they like selling scars, guards, friends, the lesbians? Uh, let me get another. Drink. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> and then we'll do the third one, and we'll.